Welcome to Puck Talk CS. I'm Chavs alongside the main man, Steve-O Murno. Steve-O, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Chavs. Uh, you know, Rangers got a nice quick little break. It's a shame that we we can't get a quick little break like that. One's coming soon. But anyways, New York Rangers hockey. Some big changes coming up and some big drops for Puck Talk too. So stay tuned. Let's talk some Puck Chives. So let's start off. Uh, we want to try some new formatting stuff with the pod. Um, and with that, we're going to try some new things out today. We're really covering what's going on in Ranger, Ranger land, what's going on in Rangers town. Um, and I think to start, you you brought in Vladimir Tarasenko, you brought in Mikola, you brought in Patrick Kane. We see they're four, four, five, and two in their last ten. Things have not gone great. Things have not gone well in the wins that they, you know, in the in the games they've taken a victory away. They haven't been convincing in their losses. They've been really rough. They played with eleven forwards, five D. Played some of the better teams in the league, and the month of March is a gauntlet for them. Stevo. Let's get right to it. Mikola. He's had to play with Adam Fox. I commend him for playing big minutes, but something I have noticed, I'm not one to do this either. I think the Twitterverse is the worst thing in the world when all oh, what you know a player makes a bad play, you know, things happen. Your team's not perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. John Cooper just benched back-to-back Stanley Cup champions and three-time Stanley Cup appearance forwards in his top line, Stamkos Kucherov, because they haven't been playing well. So I think the the thought is, yeah, it's a results league. I don't like to drop the hammer on players. So I'm not dropping the hammer, but it is a conversation among the fans, among the media, that Mikola, for his size, is just not performing. Steve-O, what's your take on how Mikola has played in his first about 10 games as a Ranger? Yeah, well, first up, I'll say is again, I I agree with you. We're not bashing. We're not. This isn't judgment day for. We're not deciding if these trades are panning out or if they're not panning out. But let's be honest. We did not acquire Patrick Kane or Tarasenko or any other addition for now. You know, we acquired them for the postseason. You know, the Rangers most definitely almost going to have a postseason spot unless there's a major collapse or inbound. I don't see that happening. So again, these players weren't acquired for for now. Um, so again, you're going to have to give some time, uh, some time for Kane and other players to adjust. However, Mikola, I have not been impressed with him, and I know that a lot of other Ranger fans have not been impressed with him. Um, I, I just not like what I've seen from him. You know, a he takes too many penalties. B he's bad. He's given up a lot of turnovers from what I've seen, and also he's on the ice. If the Rangers score, there's like an 80% chance that Mikkel is on the ice. Mm. You know, his plus minus is not good at all. Um, and like you mentioned, he's a big guy. Mikkel is a huge guy. You know, during intermission, when all the players come through the tunnel, you know, we're seeing one by one. Mikkel by far was the biggest. I mean, Mikkel's a big dude. He just doesn't play physical. He plays like a smaller guy, you know, and come playoffs, that is not what this team needs. Um, and I'll give him we were short, you know, without Lindgren, without Keandre Miller, you hope when they return, uh, Mikola takes a little bit of a step back. Um, you know, his workload was was kept hefty, you know, especially on a team where he's only had, what, two weeks to play on? That is a big ass kind of. Mm-hmm. 
But so far, Chives, I've not been impressed with Mikula. I don't know if you could agree with that, but I know 100% watching these games, Mikula has not looked well. And a lot of other Ranger fans agree. Yeah, I think it's tough, though. I think if you go back to like now, this is like a major throwback here, but you go back to like 2015, if you bring in like you trade for Keith Yandel and Chris Summers comes with him, if you remember that name. Imagine thrusting a player like that, different players, but the the secondary piece in a trade like that, and now you're thrusting him to top four role with a Norris Trophy winning defenseman. I do think it's an adjustment. So I, I'm not... I agree with you. Like, I agree with the Ranger fans, right? He's like, every time I'm watching highlights, like going back, just looking at how plays unfold, like he seems to kind of be in the mix whenever there's a, a goal against uh, and it, and it's most of the time, but I want to play devil's advocate just because I've heard a lot and, and enough about, you know, what's going on. Like we all see it. We're all watching the games. I think at the end of the day, the only benefit of the doubt I'll give is that as a Norris trophy, you know, you're stepping up playing with a Norris Trophy winning defenseman for a few games since the end of February. You're playing some of the best teams, you know, in the league like Boston. I think it's hard to hide. And I'm not going to say that it's good to have a sixth defenseman that you need to hide. Last season for a third round pick, the Rangers brought in Justin Braun, one a more experienced defenseman, two a little bit older, but definitely losing a step. He was paired with Braden Schneider. They only got like eight minutes in the playoffs, sheltered minutes. It's the It's the time that, at the point where Mark Stahl was injured and riddled, he should have been playing those times, right? Like a defenseman that's still effective can give you those, that breather, that, that breather shift. Adam Fox has been out there for a power play. Uh, Lindgren's on a P on a penalty kill. He blocked a few shots. He's banged up. Shit. We need an extra man out there. Put Miko out there, right? For a 20 second, 30 second shift, shut it down, lock it down. Give us, give him nothing. But right now we're seeing him in a role that's very different. Like, Jacob Truba, yeah, he struggled a little bit recently. But with a player like Fox and Truba out there right now, like we're not questioning. They're they're logging like 28 minutes a game. And it's like, all right, like go out there, do your thing. You can't I, I just feel like it's a little bit hard to expect that from Mikola, right? But we all know that. Like, I know you understand that. And I don't think it condones his play. Like, I think that needs to improve moving forward. Why? And I think it's the big question that's on everyone's mind, Steve. And this is what my question is to you. How comfortable are you in the Rangers decor if there's an injury, right? We see line, Brian Lindgren went down. Mika Zibanejad almost went down. And we saw how valuable he is, right? Like, as soon as that happened, everyone was like, oh, like everyone held their breath. Chance at the garden, scores a goal, right? Comes back, number one center, no doubt. You lose him, what happens? You lose, you, you lost Miller to suspension. You lost Lindgren to injury. Now it's like, wow. Aside from the cap situation, it's like, who do you bring up, right? With the forwards, I don't mind Johnny Brodzinski. I love it. I love it. For right now, sure. Postseason may be a little bit of a question. But how do you feel about the Rangers decor, like, if something happens? I've said this before, once, and I'll say it again. I'm not confident at all. You know, you've seen the – good, the good news is that somebody like a Ryan Lindgren uh, would really have to not be able to walk – to, to, in order for him not to play you know he is one of the toughest guys out there you know and he's one of the guys that were really banged up last postseason 
Um, but to be honest with you, Chavs, I'm really not that confident in the defense. If somebody were to go down, you take a look at it. We lost Keandre Miller. He got suspended and lingering to the injury. And now we're forcing guys. We're forcing guys like Ben Harper. We're forcing guys, especially Mikola, to step up in a role that they're not used to, especially on a new team. That's just, again, like you said, it's so hard for them to do. And these last few games, I, I, I'll say it. I'm sure you can admit it. The defense was sloppy. You know, the D, we, we played some teams that, quite frankly, were way better than, you know, the Detroit Red, uh, Red Wings, uh, the Washington Capitals. Like it or not, the Rangers are a way better team than, than both of those teams. And they played really, really sloppy defense. Um, and that's part of the reasons when you play a sloppy defense, it doesn't matter if you have Tarasenko or Kane. We couldn't get the puck out of the opposing zone. We couldn't get it out of the, our defensive zone. So we couldn't even generate offensive chances. And we couldn't give Panarin and Trocek and Kane and Tarasenko the opportunity to go to work. When we're yeah, chasing down behind, game, right? Yeah, exactly. And you saw a little bit, a little bit of that in the Ottawa game as well. You know, the Ottawa, you know, spurt, a little spurt. It came in spurts here and there. Um, but the third period, first five minutes of the third period, the Rangers give up two goals. Defense was so sloppy. It looked so bad. And you know, it's just we are a better team than most of these teams that we are losing to. Not Boston, not Boston. But again, the Ottawa Senators, Rangers are a way better team. Capitals, way better team. And they're just, Rangers are not playing good defense. And it's quite frankly, it's worrisome, Chives. Again, when you get into the, to the playoffs and you're going against Timo Mir and the Devils raking it up, defense is a big problem. And I think, you know, the Rangers really, really have to find their stride here. And I, I don't know if anyone saw, but Gallant was to let, uh, testing out some new lines on the power play. Mm. Uh, today in practice, I think it would it would see Fox, Panarin, Trocheck, Kane, and Loth on the first power play unit, and then um, Zibanejad and Kreider would move down to the second unit with Truba and Tarasenko and Hedl. And I'm actually with that. I I'm willing to give it a try. I think now is the time to to experiment on that note. But going back to that, your note, Chives, um, not really confident at all. You know, saying I'm confident in our defense, but I'm not confident if let's say a lingering god forbid goes down or or uh truba goes down or god forbid not really that confident chaps yeah now something that you brought up was the lineup changes and i think like losing a player doesn't help but also the rangers against the rangers doesn't help and i think that's what's kind of happening listen patrick kane uh everything reporting i've seen today has been uh from his uh from when he stated this morning post practice was he mentioned his last morning skate was two weeks ago. So, man, you know, as an athlete, how can you adjust? How can you not only adjust to a new system and new players? Like, he played a game in Madison Square Garden. He has, he just took his first morning skate today. So I do think Tarasenko and Kane, um, I think their adjustments, like the the there's adjustments that the players are responsible for. And adjustments the the staff coaching staff is and i think galant's doing his best and i, I think what kind of circling around which I, I don't know if this is with the intent or not the hurricanes and devils are ahead of the rangers by an, a margin that the rangers would have to go on a pretty solid run to end the season to jump one of those one team let alone both of them i don't think they're jumping for the i don't think they win the metro 
And I don't think numbers-wise they can. They can jump into second. What's beneficial, though? Going for the points? No, we know that at this point. Let it mesh. Like, try new try new things the next few games, okay? You try new things, and you get the chemistry going because you're in the playoffs. But you're in a playoff year that when we look in retrospect next year in the summer, we're going to say, wow, there are a lot of teams here that when you look at their seasons, they were pretty historic or, you know, they were really good, really good. And they're not going to win a playoff series because of the way the East is. Focus on, focus on their game. And I think that's what I appreciate about Gallant is I think there's been a lot going on around Gallant. I don't, listen, you, you want to hundred percent believe in your coach, right, Steve-O? But I also think, do you, don't you agree to, to, to a certain margin that like right now test things out. Like you brought up the new power play units. Things look kind of the same on five on five, but it sounded like a competitive morning skate in terms of the scrimmages with the top lines, your top six. And that's what you want. Like the guys are talented, go out there and do something. And I, I like the changeups. Like I like trying different assets in different spots. The only thing I'll say, I don't know if you have anything to speak to that, but this is something I wanted to ask you. How'd you feel about Mika in the bumper spot on the power play? I don't like it. Like leave him on the circle. That's that is, that is debatable. However, I do I do like him. Uh, I do like him with Kreider and Tarasenko. I, I still think that's. Um, I, I still I still I like that. Um, and I think that this is you know more. This is this is more to give Patrick Kane you know more of an opportunity to 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 get out there on the ice and click with Panarin and Trocheck. Um, I like. Uh, listen, I like it. It's not going to be you know. Every, every game you know slotted out like that but yeah i you hit the money point Charles. let's go for it let's this is the time to mix to mix and match and roll things up and to be honest with you you mentioned metro range is not getting the metro that that's obvious uh, that's set yeah. at this point i mean we Steve, have- some some i want to mention though you know which has been conversation definitely around rangerland is like I think they have Carolina's number. Like the, I watched the highlights today kind of just to get it like in my mind, like, you know, they, they're not going to win the Metro. What do they look like when they played them? Like for whatever reason, like it doesn't matter what type of game it is. High octane, shut down, close game. They, the Miller game winner, Panarin four goal outing in Raleigh. We own them in Raleigh. I think that the Rangers have Carolina's number. You might be better off trying, you know, trying that you know if they, you get draw them in the postseason I, th- I think they have a good chance I'm more worried about the Devils than I am the Hurricanes right now yeah uh, I agree with you I think I'd rather face Carolina than New Jersey however um I just watched the game the other day where Carolina smacked the shit out of Tampa Bay yeah and it wasn't even close and if the Rangers think they're gonna play defense like that against Carolina it's not even gonna be a close series yeah. Um, and I do want to mention, you know, we played we played a couple. I mean, we played a Philadelphia Flyer team and had to go to overtime. Uh, that game at all wasn't a great game, um, given we still won. But we're going to play some tough teams now. 
You know, we're going to, we got to play the Sabres coming up. We got to play the Penguins three times, I think, in the next week. Got to play the Capitals twice. Yeah. Got to play Carolina twice. We got to play Florida, who, who's clicked up a little bit. We got to play the Devils again. We got to play, uh, I think, Buffalo maybe twice, um, Toronto. So we are going to be playing some tough teams now. So I think now's the time to mix and match and experiment. Um, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if Gallant breaks that kid lineup. You know, even it's for even if it's for a few shifts, if if Hedl and and Kako and Loft are not clicking, I think he's gonna switch it up. I now, think Steve, I have a question. Yes, Do you think they're clicking now? The kid line or the whole the kid line? Because we know the top six hasn't really. Like we know, like Mika Kreider are fine. Other than that, you know, Tarasenko's starting too. I think he's heating up, but. What do you think about like the kid lines chemistry? Because I think when you say like break those lines up, like do you think they should or you or is that more of like a you know if they need to try different things and experiment? I'm when I say break the lines up, I mean for a game or two, mm -hmm. break them up and then bring them to get back together, hoping that that time apart will lead to them regrouping as a whole. We've seen Gallant do this before. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I mean by that. Um, I actually think Kako's played some pretty good hockey, even though he doesn't have numbers to show for it when you watch it, when you watch the games. I think Kako's played fairly pretty well. Um, Phil Heedles in a little bit of a slump, my guy. Um, mm -hmm. at one point, you know, he was our best player. You know, he was yeah, he was the month of February. Streak, of course. He's gotten quiet now. So you, you hope to get him a couple opportunities to wake him up. Uh, maybe they think pairing him alongside Tarasenko and Zibanejad on that second power play will give him a little bit of a spark. You know, at this point, they're trying they're trying anything. Um, but I think that, you know, another month from now, I think Hedo will be back up. And Lafreniere, you know, I think out of all the complaints I've heard from other Ranger fans and other people throughout the NHL, I think Lafreniere has played overall fa fairly well, you know, average. You know, I don't think he's been above. I don't think he's been below. Um, so right now I think he, I think he's fine. Um, but again, let's, we'll see. I would roll the same lines, you know, against the Canadians tomorrow night. Mm. Um, you got a break, you got more practice. Let's see what happens. However, the Rangers struggle and they can't get that many scoring opportunities in the books. You might have to switch some things up. Yeah. I think the lineup, the lineup as in the forwards and top six, is at the mercy of not not necessarily game result, right? But like how they're playing. And obviously Gallant, like we've seen him do it a million times. Two things I want to mention. One, kid line topics. Quick notes, just to kind of summarize all your points too. Like Patrick Kane's press conference, when he came, when he got here, like the media was giddy. I loved it. Like he was answering like, you know, what's your goal? What's it like being in New York? All that, cool. Most important thing I took away. Patrick Kane brings up that, it's rare to see in Kako, Lafreniere, Hedl, the grit they have. And I think that's really important. Why? They're a perfect checking line, too. So I think that's actually the most underrated thing about their line is like, yeah, we love to see him succeed. First, second overall pick, yes. We want them to hit the, the ceiling. They're not going to be McDavid or Matthews at this rate, but they're on pace for 40-point seasons. Not only that, I think that a quote from Gallant earlier in the season rings true today. When they are broken off of that line, they defer the puck to a star. And I don't think Patrick Kane is in New York to always get the pass from Phil Heedle. And I think that's why I, I 
oh, I want to see experimentation against Montreal. You're in the Bell Center. Yeah, you need the points to win. You want to stay afloat. You should win a game like that. You should win. Buffalo, I don't think you break up a line like the kid line against Buffalo. You know, I think you try and keep it within like a framework of what you like to see. I just can't see like Kako and Kane and like Trocheck meshing against a team that like, if you, I know you saw the highlights, like when Buffalo played Tampa, I know Tampa's horrible. They only won two of their last 10. They don't, they not only have the skill, they are physical. And I think the kid line does a great job of, of balancing, contributing in goals and goal scoring. Not very recently, but definitely throughout the month of February. They've been hot for like two months, but they also contribute. Like they create offense through the four check. I think that's so important, especially Steve-O. I know you're a, uh, you were saying, you know, Red Wings could be playoff type. We saw Ottawa is on the rise. Buffalo is that team. They're right there. They are contending with the Islanders for that second wild card. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say this, Travis. If the Rangers lose um, in the postseason, it's not going to be – the kid problem won't be the kid line. Um, I'd actually be okay uh, with um, experimenting during Buffalo because you take a look at our next five games after that, you know, two against Pittsburgh, two against Carolina. You want to experiment against Pittsburgh or Carolina? I'm not sure that's a that's the best idea either. You know, yeah. I'm talking crazy experiment. So I think the Rangers, I think Thursday would be a good time. We'll see what Gallant does. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not in the locker room and I don't know, you know, I haven't watched the practices too. I'm not sure who's clicking, who's not. Um, but again, I really hope for, you know, for, for us to come out and, and just prove that we have it, you know, you, you hope for, it, you know, um, I wouldn't break the kid line up too in the postseason. I think the kid line, again, you got to keep them together and, and, I don't think they're going to be the problem uh, or they're, I don't think they're going to be the downfall of this team, Charles. Yeah, I think what happened to the, the probably the one player we haven't mentioned all podcasts so far is Chesterkin. I don't think he played great against Boston. Not not bad, not great. And I think something that happened was they go down 2 nothing. You're against the best team in the league. You have 11 forwards, 5D. I thought everyone's anticipation for Kane is also why I think it's such a buzz and listen there's two sides to it right three time three cup rings like he's the man showtime and I think what happened was you know I think everybody expected him to hit the ground running he hasn't played with Panarin and he said it twice and I knew I didn't have a great feeling about it because like a player doesn't say something more than once if they're not thinking it right like half the time they're giving the media the answers he's excited but also like let me do you know, he wants to get acclimated. He said, I haven't played with Artemi Panarin in six, seven years. That's a long time. Like the chemistry wasn't just going to pop as much as we wanted it to. I also think against Ottawa, he played well. Uh, Russia, I think Russia NHL, I got to find a clip and maybe I'll clip it. He put together the shift by shift of Patrick Kane's first game in New York. He was generating offense. Like, you look good. So, I just think it's a matter of getting on the point sheet, right? Like, you expect that. We'll see what happens with the Lions tomorrow, uh, on Thursday against Montreal. And I'm, we're recording this Tuesday night. Probably be up tomorrow morning. So, as we're recording this, you're still, you know, a ways away from the, the week ahead. But 
chemistry has been the name of the game, and we'll see if the New York Rangers can find that and levy some of the issues they've had. Well, we'll see. Like Chad said, hopefully they can, and hopefully next episode we got to we got to listen next week. We got a bunch of topics and a lot of new content coming to puck talk too. So stay tuned for that. We'll also have a lot to talk about because next week, the Rangers are calling it the rivalry week. Yes, sir. A lot of big matches coming up. So we'll have a lot of previews, a lot of analysis coming up next week. So please, please, please check us out. Puck talk CS, Instagram, Twitter, please. We've been branding out our content. So Go check us out there. Always remember, it's just the luck of the puck.